yo 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 what is going on my curious peeps yo i'm hype you want to know why i'm hype i'm hype because we made it to the season finale who would have thought that i would have a season finale (laughs) yo Welcome. Welcome to those who have been here for the whole journey. Welcome to those who are here for the first time to My Curious Life podcast. Now, if you're here for the first time, it's kind of like when you show up to church and the pastor's doing the closing prayer and you're like, oh, oh, should I sit down or should I just leave? Well, I'm going to tell you, sit down, take a listen. because I'm happy you are here. So this podcast is a platform where I have discussions with my friends, family, people that I love, people that are doing some awesome, amazing things, and just talking about topics that are relevant to my life and hopefully relevant to yours as well. So I'm happy you're here. There are many episodes before this one. Um, And there will be many episodes to come in season two. But for now, you have the chance to go back and listen to many episodes from My Curious Life podcast. So I'm so happy you're here. For those who have been with me on this journey, for those who have listened to every single episode, Man, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate the feedback. I appreciate the ideas and the thoughts and your suggestions. Um, You know, it has just been a really fulfilling time. And I'm just so happy that I got to share this with so many people. So for this episode, this closing episode... I wanted to do something a bit different and typically I have someone come on and we have a conversation Um, but I thought that it'd be kind of cool to kind of just close it out with you just listening to me. (laughs) Hopefully that is fine in your books and hopefully you know this is a conversation that I can have with you and your thoughts. Um, So Thank you for joining and for indulging in this episode with me. So I wanted to talk about this COVID time, um, social distancing, quarantine, year 2020, that everyone has kind of just written off, um, you know, my thoughts on it and just how I'm moving out of this phase too. There may be some things that you feel like, huh, yeah, I feel the same way. Or there could be some differences in your thoughts in the, during this time. And that's great. I would love to know, you know, what similarities we have and what differences we have. Um, but I kind of just want to, you know, tell you what I have been thinking during this time, what I've experienced during this time, and how I view it overall. Um, So I think we can all kind of recall, you know, this all started back in March. Um, For those of us who are in, I'm in Maryland, so we went into 
social distancing time, uh, I want to say towards the end of March. Um, and that was an interesting time for myself as well as um, many other people. And it was just this uncertainty um, that I remember entering into it. I think for me, selfishly, if I'm going to be honest, when I heard that we would be potentially social distancing and working from home, I was like, well, hallelujah. You know, any <laughs> any time that I can, you know, get out of work and just kind of have that extra time at home, I'll take it. I will take that. But what we realized is that, oh, no, 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 no. This is going to be for the long run. And it was at that time when I was kind of just like, huh, what, how am I, how am I going to get through this phase? How am I going to, um, make sure that I don't go crazy. As many of you know, I am an extrovert. (laughs) And sometimes I push back on that and I'm like, I don't know if I'm really an extrovert, but my friends are like, no, you're an extrovert. Like just own it, deal with it. And that's all you. Um, So I am an extrovert and legit, like friends were messaging me And they were saying, will you be okay? How are you going to get through this? What are you going to do? And for me, I was just kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know how long it was going to last. I didn't know what I would do because for me, I was just like, how am I going to survive without having that social interaction? I love having like people around. I love being um, in crowds. I love, you know, interacting with new people. I love seeing old friends. I just, I just love being around people. So it was a worry to me. And it's funny because I have a lot of introverted friends, like surprisingly a great number of introverted friends. And they were all like, oh, this is going to be heaven for me. Um, So, you know, it's not like they were craving to come out. Um, So I had to figure out, you know, how I was going to survive. But what I found was interesting in this time was that even though I'm an extrovert, I realized that, you know, I didn't have to be around people so much as opposed to having more quality connections. So I guess less of the quantity, like just being in a crowd as opposed to the quality of connection. So, you know, I don't know if anyone else can relate, but FaceTiming, video calling. I say video calling for WhatsApp. I don't know why. I think because iPhone like FaceTime is just like sacred to us. You know, I can't believe I'm talking bad about Android and whatever, because I used to be team Android all the way. But iPhone came in and like changed my life, changed my life. Can't even lie. (laughs) 
<laughs> but yeah, like, you know, I focused on the quality of connection. So FaceTiming became so important, you know, um, seeing faces for some reason just allows you to feel more connected to that individual. Um, and just doing it on a whim. And I think that's different than how life was before social distancing. So a lot of times, you know, I would tell my friend, are you free at six? Oh, no. Okay. Are you free at eight? But it just became this thing of, no, I'm just going to contact you whenever. We both know we're home. Let's just contact each other and let's stay connected. And that was huge for me because it just kind of opened up the door to that open communication. Um, So that was an interesting discovery that I actually do like the video call. I, I thought that I hated that thing. Legit. I thought that I hated it. But with social distancing, it has kind of opened that up. So it's been really cool, you know, doing FaceTime, doing group FaceTimes too. Um, I will admit, I am Zoomed out. I am Zoomed out. If someone says like, let's discuss this over zoom i i don't want to and listen if i come on zoom i don't know if anyone has had this experience but i'm gonna be honest i'm gonna be honest as a black woman i have been asked to come on zoom last minute and i just washed my hair And there's a process behind that. There is a process. And there have been a couple times when the Zoom meeting starts and my video is off. And they'll say, (laughs) they'll say, Lachelle, I I can't see your face. I can't see your face. And I say, oh, no, no, no. Today is not a Zoom. This is, today is not a video day. Today's not a video day. I don't know if anyone else can relate to that, but I I, I got to a point where if you said Zoom, it was like a physiological reaction um, where it was just, no, I I, I can't do it anymore. I can't do it. (laughs) So, you know, I feel like 2020 is the year of the Zoom. Um, and it has been good. There has been good with Zoom, you know, um, doing church online and, um, I don't know, meetings, I guess. You don't have to meet in person, um, and expose yourself to all these germs, but, um, Zoom is an interesting component of social distancing. Um, but, you know, I've used Zoom even though I hate it, I've used Zoom to connect with friends and it has been fun, you know? So I've been Zooming over this time and I'm going to assume that you've been Zooming too. Also, can I just say, the virtual background on the Zooms, are those necessary? 
just just a question because I've seen people sinking into the ocean like I I have seen them sink sinking into a, a bridge people put their own face as their virtual background you're sinking into your own face no one wants to do that just consider if you're going on a professional call just consider if you want to do the virtual background if you want to do it that's all you you know what that's all you so (laughs) that is um a very zoom i can go on forever i could go on forever but that was an interesting component of this time um you know it's been fun i guess personally as well doing virtual dates i don't know if people have done virtual dates before or if they're kind of like oh goodness no i'm not even doing that that's awkward or if others are like yeah it is totally cool um yeah i would say i'm team yeah i'm team yeah (laughs) virtual dating um is something that is of this time i guess and it's like the new thing so you know for people that are trying to connect with another person out there don't be shy just be like yo let's facetime you know let's let's do it let's have a date and you'll have (laughs) and you'll be surprised at how fun it is and how innovative it is and how you can be creative and just um connect in a way that is just unconventional so that has been really really cool um One thing that I will say that I am extremely proud of myself for is um, working out. So I know we had an episode with uh, my brother Lamar and my friend Courtney um, a few episodes back about um, body goals. And it has been pretty amazing. to see how I have pushed myself um, in a time where there's no gym. Like, no gyms. I do Orange Theory. I'm, like, pretty much their mascot at this point. But, like, that has been closed. My gym in my community has been closed. So it has literally been me telling myself um, that this is something that I want for myself. So just to give you a little bit of background, before social distancing started, I told myself, I was like, and I always do these like um, fitness challenges. You may have seen me do that on Instagram, but I'm like, I'm going to do a personal fitness challenge where I want to work out five times a week. No. Yeah. Five times a week for eight weeks. Just so happens that my gym so orange theory closed down that same week i made that promise to myself and then the gym on my complex closed as well and i was like oh so this is a challenge challenge like this is a challenge challenge so i had to figure out ways to stay active i didn't want to pull back on my goal i didn't want to um let myself down in that way I knew that for myself, 
a good stress reliever is working out. So I had to, um, I had to do that. I had to push through, even though um, the resources were not there. And I can literally say that I'm very proud of myself, pat myself on the back um, for holding true or, or, or holding up that promise that I made to myself. And I did not take one day off. So that's just like a little celebration. Sometimes you just got to celebrate yourself, right? So I'm celebrating myself right now. (laughs) And that's something that I've learned, um, that I can be self-disciplined. I can set a goal for myself and, you know, move forward in that. Um, during this time, you know, I have wished and, and hoped that other things would have been as productive as um, my working out. You know, it was an interesting time entering the social distancing because I felt like there was a lot of pressure um, put on people to be productive. There was a lot of pressure of people to like, you know, do your side hustle, like get that going now and um, make sure that you come out of this with all your like side hustle dreams, um, with all of them coming to pass, you know what I mean? And that was, it was a pressure and I feel like I put a lot on my plate. I feel like I told myself, you know, I want to do this with my finances. I want to do this with my family. I want to do this with um, working out. I want to do this with the podcast. I want to, it, it was just like a lot of things that I said, I have all this time. I want to make sure that I am extremely productive and I get all of this done. Well, not everything was accomplished. I'll be honest. There are some things that I look back on and I'm just like, wow, I literally had three months, three months. And there are some things that I wanted to accomplish, but I didn't. And I am very hard on myself. You know, you see me like laughing and having a good time and like enjoying myself. But I'm I'm extremely hard on myself sometimes, but I'm learning how to have grace for myself. I'm learning that as long as I'm doing my best, as long as I'm looking after my well-being and my peace, that is all that is important. You know what I mean? And I just have to be understanding towards myself that just because I did not accomplish everything that I felt like I should have, I'm coming out of this okay. And I'm coming out of this, you know, with new goals, with refined goals, with goals that, you know, incorporate some things that I didn't get to accomplish and understanding that, you know, take your time. And I guess I'm saying this for those who kind of feel that same way too, of 
man, I wanted to accomplish this. I wanted to get that done. I was hoping my dreams there would come to pass. But it's just understanding that this will come to pass in your time, right? If it didn't come to pass over these last three months, there is still time. And you can be gracious with yourself and make the appropriate steps to um, reach those goals. So that's something that I took away um, from myself or from this time. Another thing, actually, that kind of leads me to the point of learning how to stop. We live in a society where it's just like, go, 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 go. You know, what are you working on? What are you doing? How are you being productive? What'd you do today? Did you just veg out and do nothing? You know, it's a society where we are bombarded with a to-do list. And what this time of social distancing taught me is um, learning how to stop learning how to turn off the alarm for me i'm one i'm a person who again i'm hard on myself and for a long time i would say for a good at least two months or maybe like six to eight weeks i was setting my alarm to wake up i want to say seven o'clock or 7 30 um in the morning just to give me a a sense of, all right, Michelle, get up, get your day going, let's go, day is going. And it was this mindset of, there's so much to do today, um, so make sure you're up, you're refreshed, you're getting a lot done, you're getting the most of your day. Um, So I had to learn to stop. To literally stop. And people would tell me this, like, you're crazy. Why are you waking up so early? Um, But I just had this self-pressure of, um, you know, I need to do something today. I need to do something today. So it was beautiful learning how to relax. Learning how to sleep in and to rest and to give my body rest this time that we're coming out of it was so unique that there was no rush to go anywhere olive garden unfortunately was not open i could not get the breadsticks right the brown bread at cheesecake factory closed i could not get that so what am i rushing for Legit, what am I rushing for? Um, But, you know, in all seriousness, we don't take the time to just stop. Unless we're on vacation for like four days, we don't take time to say, I'm not doing anything today. I'm going to stop and I'm going to read. Or I'm just going to sit out in nature and enjoy God's creation. Like, that's just not in our blood unfortunately it's not in mine i should say so that's something that i've learned about this and another thing that i've learned and i've told many people is that we put a lot of confidence in the future 
And that's a huge lesson that this time has taught me that we so easily say, oh, I'm going on this trip in three months or, oh no, I'll see them in like five weeks or, you know what? I'm thinking about my friend today, but I'm going to call her maybe on, on like Saturday and see what she's doing. And, you know, it's cliche to say, but it's literally live life to the fullest. Like it's so easy for us to just say, even when you think about the weddings, right? The weddings and the graduations and all of these events that are full of um, gathering and celebration. And all of a sudden, just like that, they are all kind of just like, no more, no more. Who would have thought a year ago that we could not have a traditional wedding like we're used to a year later? It's just so mind or eye opening, I should say, that it's just like, you know, we don't have time. Like time is not guaranteed you know? So whatever you're feeling like doing, whatever, um, whoever you want to connect with, um, those relationships that you want to build, um, you know, the trip that you want to go on, not saying like spend your money or anything, but yo, book the flight. Actually, you probably can't book the flight because no one's going anywhere. So you know, this point is just kind of like, it's just, it's just a matter of fact that we put a lot of confidence in the future. So now I'm just like, listen, God willing, God willing, because, (laughs) because literally that's, that's it. You know, we do not know what the future holds. So it's about living fully as best as we can within these limits that we have living fully in this time. Um, so that has been, um, really eye opening for me. Um, and then towards the end of social distancing, where we are now, um, is the awakening of this country um, in terms of the racial tone of this country. And um, I know that in Canada, there's that effect as well. And it has been eye-opening to the hundredth degree for me. Obviously, we all know And if you don't, you may have been living under a rock, but we all know that racism has been evident for the whole duration of the existence of this country. Um, You know, it was founded upon racism. And in the last few months with everything from Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, um, it, it, it has been such a place of 
I'll say internal unrest for me. Everyone processes this differently. And that's what I've realized. Everyone processes this differently. So someone may look at how I process it and say, "Mm, that doesn't make any sense. But this is just how I process it. And it hit me. So it, it has affected me since, you know, this all started coming out. But man, it hit me last week. And that's why there was no episode last week. Because when I tell you it hit me, it hit me. And just the fact that, you know, someone would look at me and because of the color of my skin, it wouldn't even matter what my friends thought of me. It wouldn't even matter what I thought of myself. It wouldn't matter what my family thought of me. If someone feels a certain way about the color of my skin and they have um, some biases towards that and um, just some unchecked thought processes, my life could be a danger. And that, I was just watching one too many videos and it broke me. It broke me. And it has been a time of just like, I can't believe that I'm going through this and I'm expected to show up to work like nothing's wrong. You know, I'm expected to show up in certain spaces and not really express my feelings. Um, And if I do, it's kind of just like, oh, okay. You know, Um, so it has been a time of, of, man, it has just been a time of internal unrest, I will call it that. Um, But at the same time, I feel so proud of the skin that I'm in. I feel so proud of who we are as a people. I feel so happy, so joyous that I get to experience, you know, this culture, that I get to, um, you know, find the joy throughout the tribulation, you know, that through our weakness, there is strength, you know, and that has been something that has um, lifted me and that has brought me back, you know, to a place where I can process my feelings um, in a healthy way. Um, so I don't know, you know, how this has affected people and how you're coping with it. But there are, you know, many resources if you need to speak to someone. Um, journaling, you know, has helped me. I'm a huge, a huge fan of journaling. I've been journaling since, I don't even know. I've been journaling. Um, but, you know, getting your thoughts out there, talking with friends, um, connecting with with people it kind of just helps release that so that has been just um an interesting component of this time um but yeah i mean as things open up i'm looking forward to seeing people again i'm looking forward to traveling 
you guys, you guys, when I tell you all I want is a beach, like I just want a beach. That's it. And I don't, I want, I, <laughs> I can't even get into it too much because I will get like so passionate about this. I just want a beach. That's it. Like a good beach, not a beach like down the road. I want like a beach beach. I'm just going to put it out there. I want a beach. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I'm excited for like traveling again. Um, I'm excited to, um, you know, see people and have those connections um, in, in real time and in real life. Um, but I'm also grateful. I'm so grateful for what this time has been, this time for me. And, you know, I don't want to be insensitive to those who have lost during this time and for those who have, you know, lost in many ways during this time. Um, For me personally, it has been a time of, oh my goodness, of discovery self-discovery it has been a time of growth it has been a time of um you know brokenness but strength in the brokenness it has been a time of um self-discipline of self-care self self-love um it has been a fulfilling time that I will never forget um and you know people we see everything that's going on and we see how torn this country is we see how broken we are um but I've seen memes that say like Loki, something great is coming out of this there has been an awakening, a shaking, a, um, you know, something, something is going to come out of this. And, um, I'm hopeful. I'm generally a positive person. (laughs) Generally, generally. Um, so I'm hopeful that, you know, 2020 people have written off 2020. I'm not writing it off just yet. Um, because I think that 2020, even through the uncertainty, even through, um, the sickness, even through the economic turmoil, even through the racism, um, there can be good. There can be good that comes out of it. And I choose to try and be positive. I choose to, you know, be joyful. I choose to do my part. I choose to educate myself and to educate those around me. Um, and do my, do my best, you know, do my best. There's a lot on our plates. There's a lot in our minds. Um, but what we can do is take each day at a time and do our best. So, you know, that being said, again, I want to thank you guys so much for 
being with me on this journey of my curious life season one it's been a blast i have had so much fun there's so much more to discuss in season two um but I am definitely open to suggestions. So if there's a topic that you want me to dive into, I am so ready. I'm so ready. I'm so, let me say, I'm so ready to hear it. (laughs) So let me hear your suggestions and then I could decide if I could discuss that. But definitely want to hear your suggestions. Definitely want to hear your thoughts. Um, You guys, thank you for the support. Thank you for the encouragement. For those who were there from the jump, you know who you are. And I can't help but be so grateful for our friendship. I can't help but be so grateful for um, the encouraging words, for the ideas, um, and yeah, everything in between. Um, So as per usual, If you're not following the page on Instagram, you can find it at mycuriouslife underscore podcast. Please send me, you know, any feedback, text, DM, leave a comment on the post and let me know your thoughts. I really hope you guys had a great time. I cannot wait to... um, get back to you for season two i'll let you know when that will be up should be sometime this summer um and we shall rock it out for season two so my curious peeps until then stay safe stay sane and stay blessed talk to you soon bye